have a special guest. Uh, hi, my name is AJ. And yeah, and AJ is in criminology. Just tell us a bit about your program. Like, um, what's it like? Like, so, what year are you in? What so I, in? I'm like, just completing my fourth year and be graduating in June. Uh, it's it's an interesting program. So like, when I first applied to it. In high school, a lot of people think like criminology is like just learning about crime and like crime stats and all about all that. And it is like a good like portion of it is about that, but it's like very like broad in the sense is like you you take like deep dives into like why like into these statistics, right? So like if you're if you're looking into like okay, let's say you're looking at like homelessness and like or you know what, let's just say like um like petty theft, and you look at like different reasons why people do petty theft. Like let's say like homeless people like steal a lot or like young people. And stuff like that. You have to like deep dive into like each of these reasons, so right? Kind of like a little bit of psychology. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you you dive into like other like programs and like other things, and you try to understand like so like looking at like a why like a young person would steal. Mm. I say like oh a lot of the reasons is because they just get like they're like deep like you know when you're young you're 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 more like rebellious, you're right? Rebellious. That's like so social psychology. Yeah. Right. And like it was like with homelessness when you like talk about like oh like you know a lot of homeless people steal because they don't you know have the option like many options mm -hmm. then you look at like ethics and like philosophy like oh is it like right is it like okay if you're in a position like that to steal stuff like that so it's really like a like like a psychology like understanding why people commit crimes yeah it's like you're understanding no but like you're also understanding just like how society works okay like what like reasons like do people commit these different crimes and like how what happens in society yeah. and like different parts of like and not just crime but like also like the justice system and like all that it's just not it's like criminology and justice okay. so you learn about the justice system and just like plenty of institutions in society so your program name is criminology and justice criminology yeah. and justice yeah. okay that's really good um so it, it sounds like it's gonna be like a really good pre-law mm -hmm. program yeah. um is it like yes yeah, so if you if you want to go into law school yeah criminology legal studies are like or like literally like yeah most social science programs are pretty solid if you want to go into like be a lawyer and go are, to law school. Are you thinking of? I'm not really like going in that route right now. I don't know. Like I think like personality-wise, I don't really like fit like the lawyer build, and I'm not really like interested in being a lawyer. Yeah. But like law school does like it's like stressful from what I've heard, and you like have to yeah. start studying in like your third, fourth year. Yeah. If you want to do it right out of like yeah. undergrad, so yeah. Do you know any of your friends who are going to do law school that? Yeah, our, cur our current like like OTSU president yeah. Sam Brown, she was like interested in it. I, yeah, I have a lot of friends in legal studies too. Like I've yeah. met some people that are have already started studying. And do you know like the process that they're taking? Um, I'm, I'm not like completely sure but like you just have to take the LSAS right you have to like apply yeah. to law school and stuff mm -hmm. like that so yeah so and they start so they start studying now because like yeah so applying to law schools does that start in fourth year yeah yeah okay. you start applying in fourth year all right or like whenever you want to do law school like you don't have to do it right under undergrad like yeah. a lot of people take a break they study longer mm -hmm. just so they like get more information and like you know can like take the LSATs and stuff right yeah. so do you feel like this course would adequately prepare you for Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, criminology is probably, like, it's, it's pretty good. Legal studies obviously would be the best because mm -hmm. it's literally, like, you're yeah. learning about law, but <laughs> criminology is, like, a, a good, like, second best option, I think. Okay, so, like, after you graduate, like, you're just your undergrad. Do you think there's any options for jobs, and how do you yes. think pay? So, like, criminology is, like, very broad. So when I was in high school, when you would say criminology, everyone would just think you want to be a cop. Yeah. And that is, like, a, a big, like, main pathway for, like, criminology students. A lot of people do want to be police officers. And at the time, I, I like I didn't really want to be a cop, but everyone was kind of just like, oh, like you're going to criminology, you'll be a yeah. police officer. And I used to joke, I'd be like, yeah, if it doesn't work out, I'll just start like a buddy cop show, like <laughs> be like on like a sitcom, and I'll be a police oh, officer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like no, but like when I'm in criminology, like I realize there's like a lot of like options for you. It's very broad. Like 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 I was saying before, you learn about a lot of things, 
and like you can specialize in like certain things. So you can even, you can go into like social services. You can even go into like like you know like youth services, social like um like what I kind of wanted to do was like first I wanted to do like policy development. Yeah. So just like you know you're making like small policy changes and stuff like that, and also you could do like uh, what like I'm looking into now is like projects like in like project developments in like maybe like just like socially like you can go get a job at City of Toronto and you're working on like yeah. a like in a specific community, there's like the spider program and stuff like that. There's like there's like a lot of like very specific initiatives that you can work on that like helps like you know just society in general. Yeah, definitely. It's like yeah. always the smallest changes that yeah. make a big impact. Yeah, they're looking on for a lot of people, and there's like a lot of like interest in that too. So, so the not job just like market the, is good. Job market is good. I, I like when you start. You're gonna think it's like very small, but uh -huh. job market is pretty solid for it. So, what kind of companies or places would you apply to? So, like, I right, I would, I'm like me personally, I'm looking more for like government work, like government uh -huh. projects and stuff like that. But you could like work private too, like if you, if you like even like banks, like they need people to like look into fraud, oh, right? Like fraud criminology, you can look into like fraud and like how people do fraud and like banks and stuff, right? Oh, how oh. people do fraud? Yeah, you guys and like learn how to. Like, so we don't you would know how to commit fraud. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if I really wanted to. Because <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you learn about these things and, like, you can, like, specialize in them and, like, you can, like, take interest in them, right? Yeah. Like, your undergrad, like, most undergrads are, like, a good base. So, like, if you wanted to, like, go into, like, identifying fraud and stuff like that, almost every corporation needs, like, a fraud person, oh, yeah. right? So, any, like, any big corporation. Yeah, we need, like, a person that looks into, like, how people might defraud their company and stuff like that. Oh, sneak right. peek of our next podcast, <laughs> um, Finishing Fraud, or I don't know. <laughs> um, so, so, how many years of schooling do you think you would actually need? Like, if you wanted to get, like, are you, would you do master's, a PhD? What would happen if you did that? I would, I would only, honestly, I'd only advise people to take a master's if they really, like, felt like they needed to, or they want to themselves, like, they want to research. But like for job wise, like unless the job specifically asks for a master's, like I would like don't like you don't have to do your master's. Like I feel like a lot of people in social sciences think they have to do their master's right after. Yeah. You don't. You'll, you you can find a decent amount of jobs just with your undergrad. Decent. Okay, so that's good. I feel like a lot of people would want to know that because I don't like schooling. I don't like <laughs> yeah. doing a lot of school. But if it's just you know four years in and out, I feel like a lot of people would be more interested because I know before I knew anything about criminology, I would think that you would like become a lawyer right after. Like I yeah. didn't think you could get a job right after. Yeah, no, you definitely get like a, a job just right after your undergrad. You yeah. just have to like look like it's just you know networking. Networking as like with every program now you have to yeah. network a lot, but you can get you can definitely get one like because a lot of people just like want to do their four years and then done right. Yeah. You can yeah, definitely get a job right after. Yeah. Are there any um, co-op or internships like yeah. available? So in, in the social sciences, we have co-op and practicum. Okay. So practicum is like, most people don't know about practicum. Practicum is, is like, it's 100 hours and, and it's not paid. Oh but God. the benefits of it is like, you can, so if you wanted to do a co-op, I think you can only do like a, a one extra course with a co-op, one or two extra courses. So let's say you did a co-op in like your fall semester, you'd have to come back another semester to finish the remaining courses that you had to take. But with the practicum, that counts as a course, and like you don't, you you can take a full course load with practicum. Yeah, but co-op so, is paid. Co-op is paid. Uh, but you yeah. get credit hours for the. Practicum. Yeah. So, but like, let's say, like, so, like, someone like me who wanted to finish in four years, yeah. I did my practicum because I took four other courses with it, and now I'm finishing on time. Okay. Because you can take. You do your so I did my practicum at like uh, a uh, human rights organization. Uh, it was pretty dope. It was a lot to deal with, like mentally, because it's like okay. people, it's like a walk-in thing. So you, I'll, I have my own desk, and I'm like an assistant. But they'll come straight up to you and they'll like tell you about all their issues and their, their oh. human rights violations. It was wow. a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was it like, a lot like a therapist type of like 
Yeah, no, but like this one, you're actually like helping them navigate the system. So like I had like a lot of people who just recently immigrated trying to figure out the system and like tell us like, oh, like this application wasn't working out or whatever. And I'll try to help them, right? And but a lot of people they come in as like refugees and stuff. They come from like really traumatic situations, right? So it could be like a lot to deal with mentally. Like I after that experience, I kind of like knew, like if I wanted to help, like I do want to help people. Like that's something that I, I do like doing, and like I would be interested in a job in that field where you're like just helping people socially. But like maybe not directly, where they're literally like just trauma dumping on you, <laughs> just like one on one. And then like you know you finish you, you finish helping one person, and the next person comes in and just tells you about oh, all their, yeah. right? Like it's hard to like just. You definitely need to be like a certain type yeah. of like mindset for that, so right? So you need to be mentally strong. Yeah, or like more mature, like yeah. older. Like yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a lot like mentally with those type of jobs. Yeah, yeah. so everyone should keep that in mind then. Yeah. If they want to. Yeah. Do yeah. This. Oh, um, like when you were in high school, did you just choose criminology because it sounded like something that was interesting? Like so like, I think like with like many like social science majors, a lot of like I was not good at math or science. <laughs> so I, if I knew if I applied to it, like not that I was like interested in engineering or anything, like I like or like business or stuff like that. I wasn't really interested. Like I was always interested in like social studies and social sciences oh, really? and like yeah, like those like law and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew that's where my path is gonna be. But I know, like, but like it, it sort like you know cemented it when I was like not good at math or science. I was like, yeah, there's no yeah. way. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. No. Like even if I wanted to try it out, I was like, yeah, there's no way. I'm not gonna do that. But um, yeah, I was always interested in that show, in those type of shows too, like crime shows. I was yeah. always interested in them. I'd watch like detective movies. And okay. Always interested in those things. So they all kind of accumulated into like me liking criminology. And do you not find like the shows accurate? Like. Oh no, I don't think they're accurate. <laughs> like, I mean, like if there's like a true crime story, I don't know how like true it is, and like how accurate it is. But just like the like the fun ones, right? Like where it's yeah. just like, oh, he's like a hard-boiled detective, and he like yeah. hates his like job, and his wife divorced him. Like yeah, those type of like, like yeah, yeah like a new art, like you know, like a like a like the depressed guy. He's like alcoholic. Like, but he's a good detective. <laughs> yeah, but he's a really good detective, <laughs> yeah. and his like and his boss hates him. Like that type of those type of shows are fun. They're just his fun to watch, right? Yeah. And his car breaks down. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, he's driving this old but rusted car. Yeah. <laughs> Why would his boss hate him if he was a good detective? No, because because he always like goes against the grain. Like yeah. his methods are always against the grain. But it gets it done. But he gets it done. Like that yeah, type of show, you know. That's, that's why his boss hates him. Yeah, yeah it's probably like a those are always the most fun show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah those, those are always fun to watch, you know. Like, uh, yeah, like oh damn, can be me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you know, he was always like has like a like a rough voice. Oh it's yeah, always, yeah. 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 City never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the accent. Yeah. Never shaves. Yeah. Like, never shaves. It's like I don't know. Yeah, he's like, like has like a gruff face. Yeah. But. Good at his job. Yeah, he's like a five o'clock shadow. Am I the only one who like doesn't watch crime shows? <laughs> no, but these are like the older ones, like the neo noir. They call neo noir detective shows. Oh, I, 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 I watch like true crime YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's what a lot of people are into now. Yeah, like, I yeah, love yeah. watching those. Um, okay, so tell me about your courses. Um, your favorite courses, your best courses. Um. So yeah, I mean, like I took. Like I, I had this like one class. I think it was called Punishment Society. Oh, tell okay. me what year. What year? Oh, uh, that one I took in fourth year, but I think you okay. can take it in third year too. Okay. It was like an elective, but like yeah, that that class was pretty cool. It was like all about like, um, like uh, prisons and how like how oh. prison systems work and how like you know different like places punish people, right? Oh. I kind of look like it kind of. It's not just like this is a prison. This is how it works. Yeah. It is that at the start, but then you also look into like the morality of like prisons mm -hmm. and like how what's the best way to re rehabilitate somebody, right? Yeah. If they did a crime. Yeah. 
And 100%, because like, like, I feel like a lot of times, um, people come out of prison worse than they like, walk in. Oh, 100%, in. yeah, like our prison systems are terrible. Like. Oh, yeah, because like, I'm like, it doesn't like make sense to me, like someone who, for instance, stole a fridge would be put, put in like the same place as someone who like killed 13 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kinda, like, but it's not like that, right? Like people are- Well, it depends like on the severity of the crime, but like a lot, yeah. of, the, a lot, of, like, a lot of them, yeah, you do get just bunched up with like a like, random- Really? Like, yeah, it's not like, it's not as like- Organized as yeah. you think it is. You yeah. know what? Like something to think about is like pe- somebody who's in like huge tax fraud or something. Yeah. Like like that's yeah, so, like, like a really people, big yeah. crime, but yeah. they're put in with like violent people. Yeah, but like those type of crimes, like white collar crimes. Oh, yeah. Those are like the business crimes, like like what you just yeah. said, like you know, like are they put fraud. in the same place? Usually they're put in their own places, okay, which really? is like another problem because you you see like more lax, uh, you know, situations for these people who are like already like kind of like you know making a lot of money in society oh, and they right. get put in like a lax prison and they're like treated yeah. better but like i know america like, has that problem like a lot yeah but like do you think it would be appropriate to put them where violent people are where no I, I honestly i just don't think like prisons in general like, are like just I like mean, right you know what i mean like I, really know. i kind yeah. of agree like i think we should like focus on solving the issue rather than like locking people up because like a lot of time uh, at least if there is a prison like offer um like Obviously, there's schooling, but like it only goes like so, like because people come out. Let's say someone killed like another person, like yeah. and came out, uh, uh, came out like twenty years later. I don't think like I think he learned how to like make a knife out of a fork. Like I don't yeah. know, like that. Yeah, yeah. no, like and like the U.S. is a big problem where it's like they they're like basically doing slave labor with prisoners. Oh. Prisons in the U.S. are like a lot of them are privatized. Or in Canada, they're like government owned, right? We used to have private prisons, but I think we got rid of all of them. Uh-huh. But in the U.S., they have private prisons. And the and what differences? So what they'll do is they'll have these prisoners work jobs, and they're work, they're making like what like thirteen cents an hour. Oh god. Yeah, and they're like they're just making like they'll and they'll like do these like jobs, and it's basically like you're doing slave labor. Like it's like almost free. Like okay. yeah, just can you pay yeah. them like That's five cents an hour? It doesn't mean like you know. It's like people forget that prisoners have rights, and they're still yeah, and, yeah, and uh, I don't know about Canada, like I. Like I, I got like I kind of forget. I remember I I looked into it, but I kind of forget now. But like in in America, if you're a felon, like you can't vote. Oh. And they have a lot of prisoners. Like America has an insane amount of prisoners. Like they have yeah. a ridiculous amount of prisoners there. Like it's crazy. So you so you have like this gigantic population of people that just can't vote. Uh, and like right. Oh. And then they come out of prison and they still are active members of society, but they can't but they choose. They still can't vote forever. Yeah, like it's like yeah, for a while they can't vote oh. until like it gets knocked off the record. Oh. If you're a felon, yeah, if you oh. have a felony. Okay, but you said that you don't like prisons in general. Yeah. Do you have like an alternative in mind? Yeah, so like, like okay, well, when you look at like youth, let's like look at like something specific, like youth justice. In Canada, we have like juvenile punishment, mm-hmm. right? We'll like throw them in juvie and stuff. Like we, like, Canada tries to like move towards like a more like community-based rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, like we, we put them, like we give them like volunteer hours and go do this yeah. and that, right? But like, it's still like, because like the way our political system works, where we have these different parties with different ideologies, they can never really decide what type of justice system they want. So like the conservatives might just come and say like, oh, like whatever, right? We want to do it this way. And then like the liberals might be like, no, we want to do it this way. And so the justice system never gets implemented in like a certain way. When you look at somewhere like Belgium, Belgium has like for a really long time, their focus was on rehabilitation and mediation, making sure like the kids who commit crime like they understand like that like the consequences of their actions yeah. but not punished for it in a way that where like they're like you know they're yeah they're traumatized or their life gets ruined yeah. or whatever like so, and they decided that like way back in the day right mm-hmm. well canada now you have like, all these different perspectives but they never could choose like what type of like you know like some kids get thrown in juvie and some kids get like lax punishments yeah. and they can never like really decide on what they want and in belgium like it's like 
broken down like a lot. Like you'll you'll have like these like these youth lawyers, youth um, judges, youth courts, and all that. That and like you know, police officers know how to deal with. Like they have specific certain police officers that deal with youth crime. They're all specialized. Here it's all just general. So like yeah like we need more specialized fields of people right? A hundred percent yeah and those specialized people can actually help go to like the root of the problem because let's say someone like kid comes out of juvie and goes back to the same living conditions that probably pushed them mm -hmm. to commit the crime in the first place it's like kind of like a cycle that never repeats yeah. and I don't know about statistics but I'm pretty sure like a lot of people who go to juvie end up going to prison like in the future. Yeah no yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of cases like that like yeah I don't really know like specific statistics for that either but like yeah there's a lot of cases like that too. It's just like, I don't know, it, 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 when you look at Belgium, like theirs is very broken down and all the institutions in Belgium work together to make sure like this is a problem. You really like Belgium? Yeah, like, I, I did a, uh, like a paper on, I did a oh, paper yeah, on like yeah. their, their youth justice, and that's why I'm using their yeah, example. Yeah, it's like yeah. Well, that's another course I had to take, it was like literally called the youth justice systems. And like, uh, you learn about like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you learn about like different youth justice systems all over the world. Yeah. So like we talked about oh. like Canada's, America's, the UK's, like mm -hmm. um, Belgium, Switzerland, all those type of countries. Do you think like Canada's moving towards that direction of like? I think they want to, but they just can't figure it out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Is it like funding or like what? Funding, just idea, like just like people in power, just like just trying to decide like how they want yeah. to like break stuff down. Do you yeah. think it's like a priority for them, or it's not like something? No, I don't think it's a priority for them at all. Oh. I mean, but like I'm also just like very like cynical when it comes to politics. Like I don't really like trust any politician. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, it's definitely like yeah, no. Okay, um, so we kind of got a little bit off track, but um, so what were your hardest courses that you took? Uh, in first year, I had to take a writing for social science class. Okay. Yeah, that one was hard. hard. It was hard because like it was my first year, and they're like oh. that whole course is like supposed to teach you how to write okay. and like proper essays, grammar, everything. Yeah. Like they look really into it, but it's good because it it kind of gives you like a it wake up call. You. Yeah, it gave me like you know it gave me a wake up call like okay this is what they expect from me yeah. writing wise right. And like what they expect for you in like presentations mm -hmm. and articles, and they break down what the differences are between like articles and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you have yeah. any useless classes that you felt like were seriously? Because you're done, right? So yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Any useless like you're actually like, okay, why did I even have to take this? Yeah, you feel like you should. Uh, there was a lot of like, there's a lot of like research classes that I had to take, but like I didn't say they were useless. I think maybe just the way they were done could have been different. Yeah. Yeah, because they all just felt the same. Like, you oh, know, yeah. really? Like, cause like I'm like Repetitive. I did want to. Yeah, because I did one in the second year and another one in the third year, and they just both like felt like, the same class. I mean, that's an easy grade for you, right? Yeah, it's easy grade, but like just in terms of just learning, like if you're if you're someone that really likes research, that would kind of suck if you just like didn't learn more. Yeah. So why did you choose Ontario Tech? Like, what drew you to this university? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty easy answer. Like, like I in my high school, I was in a alternative school, and um usually alternative schools like their whole purpose of an alternative school is like they they function on a different curriculum. Oh. So like my my school was really small, and it was kind of like. That. Yeah, my I was called like Delphi Secondary Alternative, oh. and the, the, that secondary like that one that alternative school's purpose was like to to like prep you for uni. Oh. So so like my my schedules were like based off like uni schedules. Like I'd have like oh. one class, two classes a day, and I'd have a bunch of spares from grade nine. That's so that's crazy. Yeah. So you think it helped? Because I definitely like I guess it was a big change for me because I was like yeah. normally eight to two. Yeah. Yes. When I came to uni, I was like pretty like comfortable yeah. with like yeah. the, the time management and all that. Like I already yeah. kind of knew how to do that. Wow. Yeah, and um, a lot of teachers at my school, like, they would focus on, like, making us do assignments that were, like, how you'd find them in university. But um, also, but the thing with, with that, though, is that we only, since it's an alternative school, I had, like, a hundred and something students in my school. Oh. That was, like, the whole school. My graduating class was, like, 18 people. Oh, wow. That must yeah. be nice, though. Yeah, it was nice. It was, like, a small community. Like, yeah. I knew everybody who went to my school. I talked yeah, to everybody right. from, like, different grades. I like that. But when I came into university, right, 
when I did the tours in the universities, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to go back to like a big space again. Yeah. But OT OTU, since we were all downtown, it was a small community oh, again. Right. Yeah, yeah, so I was kind of like, like I, I kind of liked it again. I was like, okay, this kind of reminds me of my high school. So I kind of already liked it like that. Because social sciences is all in downtown, downtown campus, yeah. yeah, and like 61 Charles, Regent Theater, yeah. Bond, yeah. It's like, I, I like the vibe there. Like, it's, it's very chill down there. And like, you'll see like a lot of faces that you'll recognize. Yeah. It's very easy to make friends down there too. Like, um, yeah. I can't relate <laughs> in the North Campus because I took a lot of courses that were kind of with, with, along with health science and there's just so much health science students and there's just so much students that I like yeah. felt overwhelming to make friends. Yeah, I made a, a bunch of my like core friends like in first year yeah. and I'm oh. still friends with them now. Like, yeah, like, well, I didn't make any new friends in first year. So <laughs> <laughs> that sucks for me. Um, but I feel like with your alternative university thing, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Sorry, your alternative school thing. Mm. I, I don't know. I feel like it's, do you think it took away from your high school experience? Like I kind of like, like yeah, like with some like some parts where you're like you know like you get the like the advantage in bigger schools where you, like you know yeah. you get more events, more clubs, yeah. more like sports stuff like that. Yeah. But like just I I wouldn't like go back and be like I want to go to a different school. Like I like that school. Like, like, I like I liked how it was. I think I just maybe just me personally. I like smaller communities. Um, I actually like getting to know people really well. Um, yeah. So like I, it just helped. Sense. Like for me it was good because I I I did so I did tours at our downtown campus mm -hmm. and I've had like grade 12 students come in and like not like the small community which is like oh, understandable yeah. like they want a bigger space right? yeah which like it just kind of depends on the person but like for me I really like the small space yeah um so do you know of any like research opportunities or projects that are available that okay yeah so it's so social science students especially it is so easy to get into research at our school mm -hmm. because our research like our school funds them a lot mm -hmm. a lot of the, like almost all our professors I would say do research yeah. that are like especially in the social sciences down there and because of our student population like we have a like significant like, like lower student population compared to other universities yeah. and so it's just easy because like I like literally in second or third year no, third year I emailed a professor named Dr. King uh, she's like a political science prof uh, professor I just emailed her I was like how do you like get into like research because I just thought like I want to be like a, a research assistant for a project like I was like trying to figure out how you do that and she was literally like telling me, and then she was like, "Yeah, by the way, I have a project. Do you want me to be in it?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I got a job. <laughs> literally, it's that easy. Like, like yeah, no, I literally just got a job by asking. Because like it's like a lot of students don't know, right? And we already have a smaller population on top of that. Yeah. Professors are looking for students to get involved, like I feel a like lot. They should advertise it a bit more. Yeah, our advertising could be better. Yeah. Like I would see like posters in downtown. You see a lot of posters for research projects. Yeah. But like, yeah, like maybe the last things don't look. Yeah, I was, I got paid for mine. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, and it looks nice in your resume, and it's like easy yeah. you get to get. You know, like me and Dr. Kane, like I got to know her pretty well through that project. She was cool. Mm. Yeah. So what was your project? Some, uh, the one we worked on, it was, it was called PUP. I forget like the actual like acronym, but it was basically just like teaching like um, academic integrity like around the world. So I got to work with like professors from like different universities around the world, from like India, oh, Turkey, cool. stuff like that. Yeah, the U.S. That's crazy. Yeah, I got to be oh professors from all like all over that the world. Is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Such a great experience. Um, wait, so you keep on talking how like the population is small. How many people are in your like cohort? Like. Oh, I have no idea, but it's like <laughs> not. It's like tiny. Like I know it's like small. I'm pretty okay. sure we make a small. Like social science make a, a small portion of the. Oh, like I meant like criminology. Do you know? Oh, criminology. Pff, I I know criminology is the biggest. Okay. Oh. I, forensic psych is catching up though. I think there's a lot like, of forensic psych students coming in. Okay. Yeah, but like we have yeah. I'm not sure like exactly though. Like, okay. But it's small. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, can you tell us about, like, something that is, like, bizarre or unexpected that you learned during your time, like, in criminology? Like, bizarre? Like, like yeah. Something cool, just something that stands out to you. 
Um, like standout wise, like okay, like this is more depressing though. <laughs> like it's I don't know if it's yeah, like Yeah, you're talking like, about like how you hate living by how the world sucks. Yeah, not like hate it, but like after like four years of it, like you realize like it's like a lot of problems. <laughs> like institutionally. Oh, I, I can't imagine. Just like what just like institutions, like it, our whole like programs is like about like trying to like figure out how to like better these places, right? Mm -hmm. but when you're a student, you're just work, like learning. You're just learning. About you're just learning about it. You can't really do anything about it unless you're like part of some project. Yeah. But some cool stuff though is like our like especially with our thing, mm -hmm. downtown is very connected with like like our university is very connected with downtown Oshawa, and there's like a lot of projects that our university helps out with. So it's like really easy to get involved with like the city of Oshawa oh, and trying to like yeah. actually better like parts of it. Yeah, like the city That's itself. Good. Yeah, so that, I think that's like one of the main reasons why our program is downtown. Because originally social sciences was just criminology. Like we didn't have any other criminal like like uh, social science programs. So they just like had all the criminology students downtown uh, campus, and then it like developed, and we had more programs, and we you know got like a little bigger space. I actually, never knew that. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. no, like, I, no, because a lot of students do wonder why we're in downtown Oshawa. Yeah, I was like, like why us and education yeah. students are down there. Yeah. But it's literally like I think it's that's why it's just like to connect with the city and like figure it out. Like, oh yeah. But the downtown Oshawa is like really nicely built to hang out in. Like it's, it's a lot of food places, a lot of like places that are like historic. Like Regent Theater itself is a historic building. Yeah. Like it has a plaque on the side that really says it's a historic building. But isn't it a little bit unsafe down there? Down there? Not as like you think it would, it would be. Like, yeah. it, look, this is my thing, okay? Like me and my friend was talking about this. If you would go down, go to downtown Toronto, then you'll be fine in downtown yeah. Oshawa. Like it's pretty quiet most of the time. It's a very nice, peaceful area. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you even go there at night for you would? I've been there at night before though, like yeah, like I've hung out there. There's like clubs and stuff down there. Like yeah, I'm hung out there. It's not bad at all. Last time I was there, like I tripped on this like pothole and like this homeless guy was laughing at me. No, some of them are funny. I've had like I've had like 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 you know like drug addict people like they were just like walk by. I feel like they're they're I don't think they're like harmful. Like I feel like a lot of them are like more harmful to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the, yeah. That's, that's I would the just case. get scared. I'm a scared cat. Yeah, just, that's the, that's the thing with most of these cases. Like, it, it is just about them, like you know, just themselves. Like they just don't know what's going on, right? But like, right, yeah. a lot of them are nice. <laughs> like I've, I've, I've <laughs> talked to <laughs> them. A lot of them are chill. Like, I love like, yeah. like, hearing conspiracy theories from like drug addicts. Like, I feel like they see the world in like a different way. Like, be like, well, because it changes literally changes change the chemistry of yeah. your brain, right? Like that's like yeah. the one thing you can focus yeah. on, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you would know because you're in neuroscience. Um, I, think, I, think, I guess, yeah. Like, it's actually, like, it's really easy to change. Like, because neural, we, ca we call it plasticity. Mm. So your brain is, like, has, like, a big plasticity, meaning that it, like, easily can, like, change based on, like, not only drugs, but also traumatic experiences. Really? Like, oh, wow. like, structurally change. Not oh, yeah, and see, this, is, this is an example, an active example of how, like, a social science would, like, connect with the science, right? Oh, like, right. this is what I mean. Like, this is literally what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, how you would have to study things in a certain way. Like, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so just wrapping up, um, in general, are you happy with your choice? Like, if you could go back, would you? No, I think I, I, I think I'm pretty solid with like yeah. my program. I, I liked criminology throughout. Uh, I also did a political science minor. So if okay. I had to switch, I probably would have done political science. Okay, if you yeah. had to. If I had to, but like I like no, I would. I like my program. I like criminology. That's yeah. Great. I actually learned a lot about criminology. It's yeah. so cool. Like. Yeah. But have you ever considered switching, like, while you were in the program? No, no, I, I was pretty, like, solid with my choice. Yeah like, I, yeah, I like criminology throughout. I, I, I knew people that did want to switch, but that's just because their interests were, like, somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah, you know, because so, so. there are, like, a lot of students that just go into social sciences without, like, knowing where else yeah. to go. Because social science, except psych and forensic psych, because mm -hmm. I think you need bio for it. Yeah. All the other social sciences, you don't need any prerequisite other than English to yeah. apply to it. So, like, everyone can apply to a social science. 
So there's a lot of people that just come in not knowing what to do. And then they'll figure it out after. Like okay. some people are happy and they stay and some people, well, okay, you know what, I'm actually interested in this and they move on yeah. to something else, right? Yeah. I was happy where I was. Okay, that's great, yeah. So what's your plan now? Oh, uh, so right, yeah, so, right, yeah, I'm graduating, but then I'll be back in September. Yeah. I'm doing the okay. education program. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, when I, when I first applied in like 2019, that's when I applied, uh, I got to, they, they gave an option where you can get pre-approved for the education program. Yeah. And I got approved and then I got in the program like a couple months ago. Yeah. So I'm going to okay. do education. Uh, it's like always been like a, like, it's just like something I was kind of interested in, backup <laughs> plan. But I thought it was interesting, so I thought I'd do it. What do you say you have with, like, kids? Yeah, I have, like, n- uh, like two nephews and a niece. So, yeah, I gotta hang out with them. I'm, like, forced to be good with kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Congratulations on getting accepted. Thank you. To that. Um, anything, any closing remarks that you would like to talk about? Like, anyone, like, if anyone's listening who is in the program or yeah. is considering anything you would say? Uh, I would say, like, really focus on co-op and practicum. Like, I think I, what advice I usually give the practicums, I was like, I'll, I'll tell them like in third year, summertime. So in fourth year, you can do your co-ops and practicums. Mm-hmm. But in your third year, summer, like when you finish your third year and go into the summer, you could do a co-op that summer. Oh. So if you want to get like double experience, do a co-op the summer, apply. Wow. And then when you come back in fall and winter, do a practicum then. Yeah. So that's like, like over like 350 hours of like experience you can get. Because, co- oh yeah, co-op is like a lot more hours too. That's mm-hmm. why you can't take as many courses with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think 250 or like more. Mm-hmm. So you can do both. You're getting more than like, you know, like 300 hours of just experience before you graduate. That's actually great advice. Yeah. And, and also like, if you're interested in research, it's easy to get research. Just ask professors. They'll yeah. literally just be like, yeah, come. Yeah, be like, yeah, yeah like sure. the yeah. professors down there are really chill. They're really understanding. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, AJ. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> thanks for listening. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>